Folks, if you love Mega like we think you do, do us a small favor. Join the Patreon. It's the number one way to support a small podcast like ours. The year we had was, well, I wouldn't say we didn't get our asses kicked with strikes and podcasting budgets getting slashed. So why not just head over and give it a try? You can do a free trial on Patreon. If that's not in your plan, at the very least, share your favorite episode of Mega with a friend and leave us a review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcast. We'd love to keep going, and we can't do it without you. Thanks. I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of butcher box, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com mega and use code MEGA to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional mega church. We are here. I'm Hallie Laban, and this is Mega, coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church, where every single week we give our mega church a tiny family feel. Every week I'm joined by my co-host, he's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. Please welcome Gray Haas. When God whispers, we shout, how are you, Hallie? <laughs> I am too blessed. How are you? How are your Climax kids? Well, my brother Hallie, in Christ? Well, Hallie, a lot of news out of Climax this weekend. Really? You know, we well, we had a pretty low-key weekend, as the kids say, which was great. Cool. But then, you know, a few of my teens, I don't know if you've noticed, Hallie, but kind of the whole... Uh, you know, 1999 is kind of back. Oh, is that Have right? you noticed that? You oh, know, cool. wo- the 1999 Woodstock, I guess, was a thing and just the style and stuff. Yeah. One of the odd trappings of that oh. is that, you know, kids are kind of getting a bit hippie again. Oh, is that right? And I have a few teens that are getting into that and sort of all those um, awkward, you know, jam bands that were associated with the 90s. I don't care for I, it. You know, I don't even remember the 90s. But, you know, uh, one good thing is that they're really getting into camping. Hmm. And so Three of my teens, and I don't like to name names, but it was, let's see, Grundle Smith, uh, Topeka Walcott, and uh, Dino Stamatopoulos. They went out to the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Do you know it? Yeah, of course, the UP. That's right. Well, up there in the Upper Peninsula, they got a bit turned around. Uh Uh-oh. 
they got lost, Hallie. And I guess they maybe forgot to pack enough food, but they spent a few nights wandering around and, you know, the cell phones didn't have service. The parents, unfortunately, let them go by themselves and they ended up scavenging for food. Luckily, they had been watching a lot of that show alone Mm -hmm. on Netflix. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they ate, um, you know, bark and moss. And I guess they said they ate some weird kind of fungus, a mushroom or something. And then they said they had the night of their lives. And what was (gasps) awesome, Hallie, is that even though they were scared, even though they were hungry, they sat down in the middle of the woods and the three of them wrote what they said is sort of a new book of revelations. They said they had all, the Holy Spirit was just moving through them. They wrote it all down. They emailed it to me, Hallie. And I mean, this thing is beautiful and it's really indecipherable from the book of revelations in a lot of ways, which is really, really cool. Wow. I know. And I just said, I said, well, John of Patmos, he probably was doing the same thing out there on that island, walking around, trying to figure it out. And and God spoke to him, too. Yeah, probably eating honey, probably eating grass and fungi. Totally. John the Revelator. And then, you know, we, uh, I was just, you know, when when I wasn't worried about my kids turning up dead and murdered in the woods, I was. Clay meets Mandarin? No. He's. At a biker conference in Tucson. No, I FaceTimed with my new lady friend, Malady. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, absence makes the heart grow fonder, that is, building yeah. up some long. Yeah. We call it Not relational being. equity, but oh, yeah. Cool. And wow. it was great, so, Allie. So when you FaceTime, what do you two talk about? Oh, we talk about what Jesus is doing in our lives, uh, what our calling and what our purpose is. How to be better partners with Jesus as the focus in the relationship. You know, stuff like that. Oh, well, that sounds so great. Yeah. Yeah, it is great. It's really great. Cool. Have have you told J-Hat about it? J-Hat? Yeah. Jen Hatmaker? No. I mean, I've invited it into the FaceTime several times, but she won't accept just because, you know. I want to be like, hey, you know, you two should get to know each other just so there's not a cat fight in the future. Anyway, Hallie, how was your week? Oh, thanks for asking, Gray. I have been deep in thought. I'm going to be very honest with you. I went to some women's conferences this summer and I got inspired and I went on a Jesus high and I realized that the Bible is very clear that the man is the head of the household. And so I went to my husband, Lance Labatt, and I said, you know what, honey? I feel like I have usurped your leadership in certain ways, and I'm just handing over the reins. I want this to be a Bible-based household. We're going to live biblically, and you're in charge. And, you know, a lot of times I feel like I've just relegated him to the TV room watching ESPN, and I've imagined that it's just what he likes to do or wants to do. But maybe that's my fault for kind of sending him in that direction because I was sort of, you know, leading the you know I was captain of the ship so to speak but That's I, right. I turned over all the keys to him and I said Lance Labonte we're going to be living biblically you're the leader of this household and I mean great it has really given me a cool idea 
Um, and I think I'm going to write a book about a book? it. I really, think I'm going to write a book. You've heard of Rick Warren's um, A Purpose Driven Life. Oh, sure. I mean, it's like the Bible, but, you know, easier to read. Yeah. So I'm going to write a book about how to be a great Christian wife. Wow. And it's going to be called The Purpose Driven Wife. Okay, Hallie. Very, <laughs> yeah, very it's cool. going to be great. And so I started the research on it, I guess. And um, to be honest with you, between you, and me in the lamp post since I put Lance in charge of the household and said, you know what, later, lead us, you know, uh, for the most part, it's been great. It's been really awesome. I mean, you know, the, the things are still working like clockwork. The kids are back to school. We've still had meals. And for the most part, you know, we still have health care and if if I wanted to really critique it, we have had two bounce checks, not a big deal, but also okay. Lance's Explorer ran out of gas on I-65 and day, my son Day got stranded and it did burn out the engine on the Explorer. Oh, no. and my daughter lost her nanny job from being dropped off over two hours late on the wrong days. Well, which daughter? Oh, the one who nannies, well, not anymore. We've had two kitchen fires. Two of my four corgis and Frenchies missed their meds. We've had four houses household cases of salmonella two of us had to go on a z-pack of antibiotics the septic filled the backyard and wrecked day's beehives and we got fined not paying our property taxes and the stuff in the freezer all thawed and spoiled but you know what gray it's a small price to pay for living biblically you I know what? Why is Day raising bees? It's so weird. He thinks it has something to do with the environment okay. and that, you know, it, it pollinates all our other food and keeps our, you know, atmosphere. Uh, Honestly, clean. Hallie, I'm sorry I asked. It's agriculture. I can't explain it. But great. It gave me an idea to start a blog to do the purpose driven wife so that someday then I can like have a following and write a book with a Christian publisher. Start a what? A blog where I, 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 I document things every day online. People can follow it and pull it up and I can call the blog a know. purpose driven wife. I don't know what you call it. What are you saying, Hallie? You know, uh, do you know what a blog is? A BLO? Oh, a blog. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to have one that is called The Purpose Driven Wife, and then I'm going to sell it to a Christian publisher, have a big, you know, New York Times selling, best-selling Christian mom book. Okay, but Hallie, how do you pronounce the word L-O-G? Log. Right. Now, how do you pronounce the word B-L-O-G? Blog. No. L-O-G? Log. B-L-O-G. Blog. Yeah, Hallie, it's, for some reason... The thing in the woods is a log. Yeah, like ants on a log. Right. Okay. And the thing that you, you're writing, your purpose-driven oh, purpose wife. purpose-driven wife, yeah. my black. Yeah, I just, I don't understand why those two things sound so different. Well, you know what? You should understand it, Gray, because like, how do you say the little green guy in Empire Strikes Back? Yoder. Yeah. How do you say, you know, where is um, Disney World in Orlando? Florida. Yeah. Like, what's the capital of Spain? Barcelona. Madrid. Oh. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. 
Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Because I really value truth, misinformation really, really scares me. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis, and at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, you will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science as their guiding light. I really recommend the Jordan Klepper episode talking about creating comedy in the MAGAverse. Jordan's incredible. And I also really love the medical medium episode. It's really good. And not just because I've had my own weird experiences with mediums. <laughs> From exploring cults to analyzing our cultural and political landscape, the Conspirituality Podcast will help you stay informed against misinformation and resist fear tactics. Find Conspirituality on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Because I really value truth, misinformation really, really scares me. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis. And at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, you will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science as their guiding light. I really recommend the Jordan Klepper episode talking about creating comedy in the MAGAverse. Jordan's incredible. And I also really love the medical medium episode. It's really good. And not just because I've had my own weird experiences with mediums. <laughs> From exploring cults to analyzing our cultural and political landscape, the Conspirituality Podcast will help you stay informed against misinformation and resist fear tactics. Find Conspirituality on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just like God gilds the lilies of the field, our guest today gilds our faces and hair on stage here at Twin Hills. It is my pleasure to introduce Mr. Trist Denfro. Welcome to the program. Praise be unto Steve. How are you? <laughs> oh, Trist. Well, if there is someone here that is making everyone look good when they are up on an iMag on the stage or doing a performance of singing, it is you. And we are so excited to have you. What is the, what's the latest in the world of makeup and hair? Oh, well, let me tell you, the church gives me such an incredible fund of money that I can go out and purchase whatever the heck I want. <laughs> it is a blessing to be sure. Oh, whoa. Okay? Now, well, Trist. Trist, are you going to Sephora or do you get to go to like the department stores to a Bobby Brown and whatnot? Are you kidding? I'm at the Macy's every single weekend. Awesome. The local Macy's every single weekend. I know everyone at every counter by name. But wow. I will say the coolest thing that I have done so far 
is I got flown out to Los Angeles, <gasps> California oh, what? to visit the new Rihanna in-person Fenty store. Exactly. That is me? right. What? Now, I'm not a fan of Rihanna's music, but I do know that she is very uh, big on social media and she's like d- done a lot of, and I, but I'm a fan. I'm not a fan of the music, but I am a f- fan of the business uh, skills. So that is amazing. She's beautiful. Yeah, I don't know a single thing about her except that she has incredibly expensive makeup. And that is my gig, let me tell you. Well, so something I did want to bring up, and it, you know, a lot of people know who you are because they're always like, well, Trist is wearing a lot of makeup. And I say, well, you know, when you're in makeup, you have to first try it on and have a whole game plan. Isn't that right? So unless you're putting it on yourself, how are you going to put it on Steve or anybody else? Isn't that isn't that correct? Well, that's right. And that's why I walk around in nearly a full drag beat of makeup every day. You know, my eyes, they're lifted. My eyebrows, I have completely shaved them off. I practice drawing on a new set of eyebrows every single morning, sometimes wow. two, sometimes three or even five times a day, wow. depending on my mood or the bathroom lighting. Wow. Yeah. My skills are top notch. Yes. Or at least the tri-state area. For sure. And and I would say that you trying makeup on yourself is the same as like, you know, when somebody's a painter and they're wearing those white jeans and they're covered with all kinds of splatters, you know, it's it's your business. Yeah. To wear a full beat of makeup is my white jeans. Uh, not, not that I'd ever be caught dead in a pair of white jeans. Okay. Sure, sure. Totally, totally, totally. And are you saying beat of makeup? Or I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not sure if I know that uh, term. Oh, sorry. That's an industry term. Ooh, okay. That's an industry term. A full Ooh. beat of makeup is when you go absolutely off on someone's face. You absolutely beat it with a powder puff. You absolutely tongue pop slay the face. Whoa. Okay. Does that make more sense now that I've said all that? Definitely. Definitely. And and Mm. I know one of the terms too that Trist taught me because uh, one time I was doing announcements and Trist said, I'm going to black you out. And I was like, oh no, I didn't know if he was going to like punch me in the face or something. But what he did was give me full thick lashes. He blacked me out. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I triple stacked those lashes, triple stacked those 301s for those in the know. Her eyelashes were deeper than she is wide. Uh, Wow. That is so true. That's really deep. I felt so, so pretty. So Trist, I did want to say, you know, something that I'm curious about, and I hope this, you know, it, it, a lot of people say to me when I'm up on the iMag, they say, you don't even need makeup. But what are some things that you would do maybe to my face to sort of accentuate some of the features that I already think are doing pretty well, like my cheekbones and my chin? And, you know, I I haven't really done, you know, I've never, you have a- yeah, and I've got, you know, my skin's pretty it hasn't aged much really at all. And so I just wonder what you would do to, to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, yeah, totally. So, um, well, uh, I'm sitting right here across from you and I can see that your skin has not aged well. I would probably okay. start with getting rid of your cheeks and um, and your chin perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're probably your most problem problemous areas. So um, I... And forgive me, I wasn't paying attention to what you were saying just a moment before because I was analyzing your face. Um, But I'm sure our opinions are matching up pretty well here. It's obvious to everyone on the outside. Um, I I would do a deep contour. Um, We would really hollow out those cheeks. Just get rid of those those flubber bubbers. You know what I mean? And really, really accentuate that chin. I'd probably shave a lot. I'd probably shave it all down. Um, 
uh, and then just really put some deep highlight right there, Ooh. and then absolutely contour the heck Ooh. out of your nose. Just give you a little skinty, inty Ooh. nose, okay. you know, one that you could barely even yeah, freeze. Yeah, make him look like an impala. <laughs> yes, uh, go off reference. I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, okay, that's more than I thought, but um, I'm definitely not getting rid of my soul patch. So, well, quick question, Tris, uh, how was LA? I just I know that the, there's such wickedness in that town, and it's it can be such a slippery slope because so many people are you know intoxicated by mm. the you know the hollywood glitz and glamour and the celebrities and whatnot i mean how did you keep your mind and heart pure when you were out there uh let me tell you it was a disgusting mess down there everything you've heard about the place uh-huh. is true and don't let anyone tell uh-huh. you otherwise um but I went in with a strong mind and an even stronger heart, and I decided to go straight into the belly oh. of the beast. I drove straight down to West Hollywood awesome. in the middle of the night on a Saturday Ooh. evening. I went incognito in my baggiest pair of Ooh. jeans, uh, and I I mingled with the devilish creatures that there were lurking mm-hmm. the night, um, the beautiful, beautiful devilish creatures yeah. that they are. Um, and I actually ended up um, in a in a dark warehouse. Oh, no. Three o'clock in what the morning. What were they building there? They were building sin. <gasps> they were building sin, oh, Gray. Mm-hmm. The things that I saw and only saw, I only saw them. I did not touch, taste, listen, or oh. participate. <laughs> Let me tell you, would melt the skin oh, off of your bones. And were you able to save anyone in the name of Jesus and Christ specifically? I tried to save a lot of boy men. And... Um, you know, no one could really hear me. That being that, my mouth was so full of of uh, of so so much to say. My mouth was so full of so many things mm. to say, um, and my 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 fists were just so clenched and quivering up and down with the excitement of my my Lord's words, and my 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 body was just film fill, filled filled and filmed. Uh-huh. You know. Sometimes, sometimes twice. Wow. Well, you're the perfect example of what the Bible calls us to do, which is to be in the world, but not of the world. And I think Mm -hmm. that's so cool. And Tris, forgive me if this is too personal a question, but do you have any tips or techniques when you go into a Macy and and all the perfume gals are coming at you? Like, how do you avoid the people that you don't want to talk to who are coming so aggressive? Oh, I just scream. I scream my little head off. Uh, yeah, I, I scream at the top of my dang lungs. Really? That's a great technique. <laughs> and then they just go running for the mm-hmm. hills. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, my mom, she's, uh, she's from the Philippines. Um, and she's a screamer. Aww. My mommy, she Aww. was a screamer. So I learned from the best. And, um, no, yeah, people tend to, um, uh, people tend to stay away from you if you're screaming out nonsensical, uh, Hannah Montana lyrics at the top of your lungs. That'll give you a straight path down to the next awesome. product. Awesome. That is so cool. Well, I know there was a lot of controversy lately, which is that, you know, um, recently on Ash Wednesday, uh, you, I thought, did something that was really brave. Uh, you gave Steve um, what I guess you would call a smoky eye or an ashy, ashy eye. Instead of uh, having the ash used on on the foreheads, you went ahead and I, I thought did something really creative, which is you put it on his eyelids, and I thought it really made his eyes pop. Uh, but pe- some people didn't like that. Uh, has, has anything, uh, I just wanted to know what was the inspiration and has anything come come from that? Yeah, well, I just want to address that. First of all, some people are just stupid and that's why they don't get it. 
Um, second of all, actually very funny that you bring this up because um, that day, stupidly enough for me, I forgot my entire makeup kit at home. Um, I just woke up with a pounding headache that Sunday morning for some reason, and I just completely lost my mind. But then I remembered we had entire boxes full of Ash Wednesday awesome. ash. And I said, you know what? You're going to use yep. what you have. You're going to yep. use what you have. And I, luckily, I always, I always carry a brush with me. And I had one smoky brush. And I actually have, oh, cool. I have it right here. Oh, oh wow. Oh, you carry cool. it down there. Interesting. Mm -hmm. wow. Never washed it. Never washed it once. Which means also it's filled with natural okay. oils now. So I didn't even need to prime okay. the skin. And I thought, let's go with something yeah. I know. I smoked that eye right out. Steve has never looked wow. more gorgeous. Steve has never looked yeah, more gorgeous. Yeah, it really gorgeous. defined his eyes. I thought so too. He got pink eye, but it was worth it. Well, who among us hasn't had a pink eye? Now, Tris, uh, settle a bet I'm having in my family, or an argument, I should say. Uh, one of my daughters, you know, I- Oh, which one? Uh, the one who I feel could use a little makeup. I've been telling her, like, look, um, if the barn needs painting, paint it, you know? Would it kill you to just define it a little bit? There's an eye here. There's an eye here. There's lips here. Let's just put a little color in your cheeks, you know? And she's resisting it. She doesn't want to wear makeup. She likes to have a boy haircut. And um, her older brother, my son Day, who's always being a contrarian, he told me, he said, Mom, don't push makeup on her if she doesn't want it. Makeup originated to make people look post-coital. And I said, first of all, what does post-coital mean? I had to look it up. And then I said, no, makeup is not to make you look post-coital. It's just to direct people to where your features are at. Am I right? Or what's the, the history of makeup? No, that's exactly true. You just, I don't know anything about postcoital. That sounds disgusting. We're here to enhance the features, make you look pretty. I want you to force your daughter to thank look you. pretty. Okay, thank okay? you. Yes, if, if I've taken anything away from makeup, it's that I can force my will upon anyone sitting in my chair. Anyone. They can't see a darn thing. There's full trust involved, okay? Your face is my canvas, just like your daughter is a blank yep. canvas for you to push upon your will yep. upon her. Who cares what she well, has I'm to gonna say? I'm going to bring her backstage to the green room and put her in your chair in front of the vanity lights. I really think you could work some wonders. And it's it's really, I, I also go back to, hey, if we don't have people's attention pointed toward the face, their, their eyes might go somewhere else, and that's going to be a problem. So let's keep their eyes, mm. you know, their eyes either should be on God or a face, but yeah. I don't want it looking elsewhere. Yeah. Well, you know, my son Day said that, you know, flushed cheeks are what happen after intercourse, you know, and your what? eyes are more open after intercourse and stuff. And I'm like, this is all just for perverts, don't you think? Totally. That sounds completely, completely perverted. No, but it does bring up a good, uh, uh, an idea in my head. And is that, have you ever thought about yeah. uh, your daughter? She's no. not a fan of makeup. I get it. But there is okay. an alternative and that is Ooh. surgery. Have we thought about Ooh. that? Uh -huh, Injectables. Uh -huh. Really? Uh -huh. Is that part uh -huh. of your program as well? Well, I mean, I've been trying it on the side. I want to say I'm not licensed. I'm not a licensed injector. But but you're not afraid of a needle? I'm not afraid of the needle. No, I didn't read anything about licenses in See? the good book. Not that's a right. That's word. true. That's very, and, very. And true. when you say injectables, um, it, what, what are we talking about? Uh, and is HGH uh, part of that? Uh, HCH. Oh, HGH. I'm sorry. I thought. You know what? I think I was thinking about just ways to maybe build more muscle mass in a legal but effective way. And I think you were talking about something else. Yeah, I absolutely was. What you're talking about, I have no care for. What I'm talking about is um, uh, is like Restylane treatments. It's um, a little bit of um, paralyzing serum. It's a little bit of uh, 
um, your own platelets that we're going to squeeze right into your cheeks to make them look a little bit bigger, awesome. you know, just a little bit puffier. Awesome. Now, what do you say to the critics who, who you know, always have opinions? Like, why does a church full of, you know, pastors and teachers and praise and worship leaders need hair and makeup? I mean, they say the same thing about our church having a food court. They say, well, Jesus knocked over the money changers tables in the church. And he said that it shouldn't be a place of commerce or makeup or whatever. What do you say to the critics? I say fire upon you, you jealous little bitch. Fie. I say fie. Oh, really? That's mm-hmm. good. That's really good. Because then you confuse them because they're like, what's fie? <laughs> Bring a little Old Testament and a little New Testament. Right. Same. What is fie? I guess I've never really thought about it. <laughs> well, I guess I've never really thought either, so I don't know. <laughs> Well, Trist, you know, um, I do think it is important for people to look their best because we're as much of a church. We are a church, but we're also a brand. And I think a brand mm. is important, just like Rhianner says, you know, Fenty, they're doing these awesome things. No one's going to go, I want some of that makeup if Rhianner's face isn't looking good. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And sorry, I did sort of zone out for a second. I got a weird notification on my phone. Oh, what's it, <laughs> it was, say? Um, something about being exposed to a monkey pox. I don't know. A I don't pox know. upon you. Yeah, I'm not going to worry about it. doesn't seem to relate to me. No, um, and I had chicken pox as a kid, and it's fine. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, Trist, and I think, uh, I think it is important to have, you know, a brand, don't you think? I'm sorry. Um, I was just... I, I was just studying your face again, and I really want to contour that forehead. Really? I'm, it is thick. I th- Has anyone told you have a thick forehead? I don't know. Thick? Like, you mean wide or long? No, I mean thick. Okay. Right? Hallie, look look at his forehead. That's a thick forehead. What about what Hallie? Wow. What about what Hallie? Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Oh, Wouldn't oh, change a thing. Thank you. Okay. Oh. I d- really? I don't know what a thick forehead even means. I don't either, to be quite honest, but it's giving thick. Your forehead is giving thick. What would you call his pore size, Tris? Oh, gaping. Those pores are gaping. I, I mean, look at that. They're basically dripping. This, uh, what? I don't, no one has ever, I don't, I, okay. Well, anyway, do you have any hobbies? Can I also just say before hobbies that whoever did your hair color did a really poor job. Anyway, my hobbies. Uh, this is my inclu- natural hair color. This is my I was natural. talking. I was actually talking when you interrupted me right now. Okay, I just think this is my natural hair color. No one's ever said that it's not. Okay, well, interesting for you to lie in front of me, uh, <laughs> you know. Okay. Well, a medical beauty professional. Uh, okay, well, maybe You're it's not just gonna trick me. Okay, I think it's the sun. But Gray, you should introduce Tris to um, your friend Clay Mason Bannerman because I've noticed that Clay, he's a bit of a silver fox, but he's trying to cover up that um, light hair and it's making him look a little monochromatic. Maybe Tris could give him some highlights. I don't think that would be... I don't, I don't see why that would be putting in, Hallie. Well, it looks like I have um, some time on my schedule later tonight at 8 if you two wanted to... Oh, I don't yeah. know, come over, we could highlight, we could play around, we could it, roll about. Do you have any hobbies? Oh, yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah, hobbies. Um, I do bake. I do oh, bake. Oh, awesome. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bake cakes and pastries, cream puffs. Okay. That is awesome. I feel like people who bake are loving people because it's such an act of love to give someone a sweet treat, don't you think? Oh, yeah, sure. What did you do before you started working at uh, at Twin Hills at the church? Oh, yeah, I was addicted to drugs. Oh, uh, I was, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I was deeply addicted. But party drugs. <laughs> uh, what is that? Party drugs. What does that mean? What, yeah, what are party drugs? Have you ever heard of Molly? Uh, Molly Stuyvesant? Uh, I have one. I have one teen in Climax. Molly? 
but I don't think you'd be addicted to her. She actually smells a bit like cheese. Hmm. Yeah, I don't love that. Don't live, laugh, love that. <laughs> um, no, no. Have you heard of ecstasy? No. No. Have you heard of MDMA? No. no. Oh, have you ever heard of Adam? No. Uh, well, in the Bible. Yeah, just the first man. No, no, certainly not the Bible one. No. Have you ever heard of beans? No. Certainly have you heard like of beans. No. beans. No. 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 Uh, biscuit. Uh, one of Hallie's dogs. No. Disco biscuit. Oh, no. 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 Have you heard of hug drug, lover's speed, <laughs> peace, <laughs> STP, no. X? No. Uh-huh. I- I'm sorry. I just, I, ha- I haven't heard of any of these things. It's like you're speaking another language. Okay. Well, no, let me just go back to the beginning. Have okay. you heard of Molly? Have you heard of ecstasy? Have you heard of E, disco biscuit, clarity, biscuit, beans, Adam, Eve, go, hug drug, lover's speed, MDMA, peace, STP, ecstasy? Oh, my. Any of those? No, not, I can't say no, that I, I have. No, I cannot say that I have. Hmm. Well, they're fun. They're fun. I can tell you that. Okay. But then after you do them, do you have crushing guilt and anxiety? No, you just get massive diarrhea. Sometimes I like having diarrhea. I feel like it cleans me out and I lose a little bit of weight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cheaper than a Klonopin, I can tell you that. Now, Trist, how would you describe this gorgeous fashion outfit that you have on? I don't even know. Are those pants? Are those um, an art installation? Are those like big bird legs? I just think this is an amazing ensemble. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I took my inspiration as somewhere between a Basquiat painting and just this pile of trash in the corner of my bedroom that has accumulated over the evenings. Um, And that's exactly what I did. I took a Basquiat painting off my wall that I inherited off from my uncle, my late uncle dad, my late uncle dad. And, um, And then I glued on the trash, the trash from the corner of my bedroom. And that is what you see upon you. Wow. Right now. Okay. It is cool. Wait, so your uncle was your dad? Or I know, so confusing. No, 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 no. Actually, I don't even know who my father is, but I do happen to know who my uncle is, and my uncle's name, legal name, is dad. Oh, mm. okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, Trist, what do you say to people who say, well, hair and makeup and fashion is for girls? I say, fie upon you. Ah, yeah. Fie upon you. But also, that's just so silly. That's just so silly if I could take a moment to be serious. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Because everyone deserves to feel like their most gorgeous, mm-hmm. c***ty selves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what makeup does for you. Yeah. Yeah. Especially men. I mean, men are the leaders of the community. And if you have a man up on the IMEG screens in our auditorium and their face is 50 feet high, you don't want to be distracted by looking at how big someone's pores are um, or the fact that they have some blackheads on their chin. You know, you got to keep your mind on Jesus. And the only way we're going to think about how excellent God is, is if the faces of the people on our screens in the auditorium are flawless. Exactly. If I'm not gagging for your eleganza, I'm not going to gag for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And you've always said that if Jesus was alive today, he would be wearing makeup up there. Jesus was the first drag queen. Jesus was the first drag queen. Wow. What do you mean? I mean, look, if we look back at the historical photographs that we have, all the reenactment paintings that we have, Jesus is in a beautiful frock. Jesus has a wonderful wig, absolutely snatched back for the God, the one God. And his face, I mean, look at it. The pores, they have been filled by some sort of primer. The eyes, they are just the perfect amount of uh, of lifted. And the eyebrows, not a hair out of place. That is natural eleganza at its finest. And the sandals, (laughs) we can forget about those. Okay. And and, and eleganza, is that a... I'm sorry. I guess I'm just thinking gazpacho in my mind, but I'm not really sure what. 
uh, what you're saying with that. Yeah, no, eleganza is not necessarily a food item that you would get at the P.F. Chang's. Eleganza is something that you're serving metaphorically, you okay. know, mm. like something physical you might serve as a soup, but something metaphorical that you're serving is um, eleganza. You're serving this air of regality and perfectness of absolute bitch country. I really love that word. It just rolls off the tongue. And uh, yeah, I've never even heard that word, but um, I guess it's another makeup term. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, that is definitely what I tell people. Well, Trist, I have to thank you personally because you were honest with me, which tells me that, um, you know, true friends are, are honest with each other. And you came to me and said, you got to stop wearing these dark brown lips and these dark burgundy lips because my lips are just frankly so small. You said it's it's really accentuated. I know. Her lips are really small. I mean, my lips are bigger than her lips, right? But Trist gave me a, a I, I wore it today. I hoped to impress you. He gave me a, a color called Cherries in the Snow. And now I wear it every day, Trist, just because of you. And I see it gleaming. You're <gasps> gorgeous, oh, Hallie. I mean, truly. I, I don't know. Perfect. I mean, but I mean, at least I've got lips, right? You do. And I can really see how, they, how dry they are from here. Incredibly dry lips. Honestly, they could be bleeding for all I know. What? I, I put on chapstick this morning. Maybe you need like a coconut oil or something. I just really... Oh, great idea, Allie. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Okay, somebody's learning. Somebody's learning. Are you married? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm saving myself for the Lord. Oh, for the oh Lord. that is so awesome. I love to hear well, that. It's going to be worth it because when you save yourself, ooh. I just want to go back to one thing. Although, how, how, I just don't understand how a forehead could be thick. That's the thing. It's not really a... Like my, I think it's just the same as everybody else's. No, you'd be wrong. When you say that, you're wrong. But um, the sooner that you can accept that, the sooner we can get something on the books for us. I guess so. I just don't really understand the whole Jesus is, is drag thing. Okay, uh, well, look, whether you're born in a manger or you're born at Kaiser Permanente, we're all born naked and the rest is drag. Hunty, slay, go off, pop, purr. Okay, folks, that's our show. Thank you to our gorgeous guest, Chris Renfro. What a sweetie. Follow them at The Meat Skeleton and check them out on the new reboot of Queer as Folk. If you like the show, think about joining Patreon and supporting us. Your membership helps us get healthcare and groceries. And go to megathepodcast.com. It's a great website with a lot of cool shit. Merch, live show updates, links to our Discord. Okay, I'll shut up. We love you. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie LeBont, and Grey House was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes. <laughs>